Throughout our series of podcasts, we've managed to gather glimmers of wisdom and perhaps helpful information, both that we've come up with and also mainly from our guests. And the purpose of these Life Bits is to share that with you, our audience. So here are a few of those for you to digest this week on Fishing Without Bait, A Lifetime Without Definitive Expectations. Many of us become overwhelmed in life. We feel that our problems pile up on us and become astonishingly difficult to solve. Sometimes they're like a mountain, a mountain full of rocks. Have you ever felt that all of your problems are piled up onto a huge insurmountable mountain? So let's imagine that you and I are gazing at this huge pile, this mound of rocks, and this individual comes up to us and says, I'm going to give you 30 days to move this mountain. And we look and we'll say, wow, it's huge. And we talk to each other. We try to come up with an idea, how to get around it, how to get over it, how to get under it, how to get through it. And we come up with many ideas, many type of machines we could rent. Maybe we could get an explosives and blow it up. Um, We'd get angry at each other. We'd make up. We'd get angry at each other again and maybe belittle each other ideas. However, at the end of 30 days, this individual comes back and says, you haven't moved the mountain. And we look at that person and say, no, it's too big. It's insurmountable. And an individual walks past, gazes at that mountain, grabs one stone and walks away. And in five seconds, they move more of that mountain, my friends, than we have in 30 days focus. Deal with what's right in front of you. Grab one rock. We cannot move a mountain. We can move one rock. We're going to pose a question today. Do you believe that time travel exists? Do you believe that there's a machine that we can walk into and either go to the past and the future? Most people would say no. However, I'm going to suggest to you that most people have frequent flyer miles to the past and to the future with brief layovers in the present. So, would you care to do a time-traveling exercise with me? Please close your eyes and hold up your left arm, and let's call that the past. Normally, when we're living in the past, we're living in resentment or frustration, or we're living in sorrow or remorse or self-pity. We're thinking about things I wish I would have done or thinking about things I wish I would not have done, what I wish I would have said or what I wish I would not have said. And my friends, that past becomes a tar pit, and we bring that pain of the past right into the present with us, and we carry around those stones. So, let's hold up your right arm, and let's call that the future. And normally when we're living in the future, we're living in anxiety and worry, and underlying all that is fear. Fear is the most fundamental emotion that we experience. So perhaps by allowing us to help you help yourself, we can turn that past into experience and wisdom, not only to help yourself, to help others. And we turn that future into goals and ambitions. Goals and ambitions are accomplished by action and effort in the present. It's when we set up definitive expectations for ourselves, or try to live up to unrealistic definitive expectations of others that we find our life becoming disturbing. So I'd like everyone out there to place their hands in the middle of their chest and tell me what organ of your body that your hands are near. 
Most of you will tell me your heart. And I will tell you, is your heart beating in the past? Is it beating in the future? What's the only time it can be beating? And that's right now. My friends, I suggest that you are all right here. And it is always right now. I'd like you to think of the most valuable asset that you possess. Is it a car? Is it your home? Is it your bank account? Well, I humbly suggest that the most valuable asset that you possess is your time. So, I'd like everyone out there to imagine what their favorite color is in this moment. Let's say that it's blue. And what type of shape means something to you in the moment? Let's imagine it's a heart. Now, I'd like you to imagine that you have these blue hearts. Now, they're not Crayola crayon color blue hearts. They're sparkling and they're vibrant and they're flowing. They're mystical. And everyone is born with a finite number of these exquisite, radiant blue hearts in a bag on their hip. Now, try to imagine that every time you perform an action, think a thought, that you're reaching into the pocket and you're spending this valuable, irreplaceable currency. There are no refunds. You won't even get a gift card. So I ask people, would you walk down the street burning $20 bills? Would you, in your car, would you throw $50 bills out of your car window? Well, of course not. However, then I'm going to ask you, could you give the same consideration to your time? There are many money billionaires, money millionaires. There are no time millionaires. There are no time billionaires. It's the most valuable asset that you have. My friends, I suggest that you walk through your life mindfully using the most valuable asset that you have, and that is your time. I'm going to ask you about life, and I'm going to ask you how to change perspective. And this is one of the reasons why eyewitness accounts in life are so unreliable. So, imagine that I'm a horse, and you're looking at me, and I have a huge smile on my face, and you're looking at me, and you say, I see the smiling face of a horse. And then I'm going to imagine you walking around behind me, and me bending over, and now saying, now what do you see? Well, you see, well, I see the rear end of a horse. And you might laugh and maybe have some colorful comments. However, the point of this exercise is, did the horse move? No, it did not. Who did? You did. You can choose whether to look at the front end of the horse or the back end of the horse. We constantly try to change people, situations, to manipulate the way that we want them to be. And often those situations do not change we can. We can change perspective. That's my challenge to you. Let's go to the movies, you and I. Imagine a scenario in your life, some type of a situation playing out that has you distressed or baffled or confused. And let's imagine you and I going to the movies and we're seeing this play out. We're in the audience. It's difficult, but let's try to be objective. We're in the audience and we're viewing this is a movie. 
What I'd like you to do is give me a review of that movie after we leave the theater. I'd like for you to describe all the characters to me, each one in detail. And then I'd like you to name each character and give the suggestions that would you would give to each. So if we step back and become the observer rather than participant, it gives us a totally new perspective and perhaps a totally new view of life. That's my challenge to you. Let's go to the movies. Let's discuss tattoos. Perhaps for followers of the show, you've seen the tattoos and the evolution that's been going on in my body over the number of years. So I'd like everyone to look at this tattoo right here. And what do you see? The word says, abracadabra. I'm going to ask you, when you hear the word abracadabra, what comes to your mind? Quite often you'll say, magic. Magicians use the term abracadabra to make something appear. Actually, it's Aramaic. It comes from the Bible's Jesus time, and roughly what it translates into, what I speak, I create. I create what I speak. 90% of cognitive behavioral therapy is about changing the language in the way one speaks to oneself. So when I suggest to patients that I say, let's make magic in your head. What I say is, let's change the script. Let's change the language in the way you speak. Abracadabra. Let's create. Quite often, my friends, when we have minds of uncertainty, they lead to minds of anxiety, worry, and fear. So we want to step back and get a mind of knowledge and a mind of awareness rather than a mind of fear and uncertainty and anxiety. How do we do that? Well, let's say if the brakes are grinding on our car, we're not going to stop at a lawn and garden center to ask about them. We want to always ask ourselves before we proceed, what do I know for sure? Let's check the facts. Observe. Describe. Participate. Let's check the facts. What do I know for sure? Our hope is that you have enjoyed a few of these tidbits. Perhaps you could choose to incorporate some of them in your life should you find them useful. And as always, a free prescription after the end of every bit, after the end of every podcast. Fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Forgive yourself. Forgive another. Do a kindness for yourself. Do a kindness for another. Till all are free, none are free. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of fishing without bait click the shop icon on our website we have clothing mugs cell phone cases and so much more show the world that you fish without bait this show is a member of the sorgatron media podcast network find out more at sorgatronmedia.com